What's happening guys, Sam Adams here and welcome back to another E3 2018 video. I hope this one finds you well and today we are going to be talking about the E3 press conference. Now there were 50 games discussed, 18 of those were Xbox exclusives and on top of that 15 world premieres did happen. That's a lot of games, so I've chosen the top five announcements from this year's show, and I'll sprinkle in a couple of other honorable mentions just for you fine people. To kick things off, we had the announcement of Halo Infinite, a brand new Halo game running on a brand new engine that has never been seen before. In fact, it is called the Slip Space Engine that has been worked on over the course of the past couple of years by hundreds of people, and it looks to be running very well. In fact, that is the entire purpose of the trailer that was shown off at the show. It was simply just to show people that, hey... This is our brand new trailer. Doesn't it look pretty? Now, as you would expect, it picks up with Master Chief directly after the events of Halo 5, and it has been said to be the biggest adventure that Master Chief has gone on to date. With that being said, a ton of hype has been put into my heart and into my mind. I cannot wait for Halo 6, and I hope that it comes out on PC. I swear that it probably should. Did I say Halo 6? I'm in Halo Infinite. Then we also had Forza Horizon 4, which looks absolutely fantastic if I do say so myself. Of course, as you would expect, the Forza games are beautiful. Forza Horizon itself is one of those breathtaking games, especially 3, the most recent entry into the franchise. Uh, but Forza Horizon 4 really takes it up a notch. With the dynamic seasons, it actually changes how the game plays. So let's say that there is an island in the middle of a lake that is unaccessible because obviously it's in the middle of a lake and you're driving a car. If it does freeze over in the wintertime, you can drive across the lake and go to the island. It's just little scenarios like that. They really do change up the way this game plays. Of course, it is completely and totally open world. It is very online dependent. It's the interactions that you have with other racers that really build out your experience within the game. And overwhelmingly, very impressive with the variety of vehicles, the variety of terrain. There is a lot of game to be played here, and I'm very excited to actually jump into Forza Horizon 4. Never thought I'd do that again, yet here I am. And on top of that, if you do own an Xbox One X, the more powerful of the Xbox console lineup, then I will say that you are going to be able to get a 60 frames per second mode, which is very, very impressive, making that arguably the best place to play. Of course, if you have a beefy PC, then you're, you know... Yeah, but if you have a console, Xbox One X is definitely the way to go. On top of these announcements, we had Dying Light 2, which no one really expected. I saw a couple of rumblings on Twitter, but nothing concrete. However, the game looks fantastic. In the sequel, as compared to the first one, you have more of a choice as a player that actually does impact how the game plays as the world evolves. That's the big difference that sets this aside from your standard kind of telltale. Clementine will remember that kind of setup. The scenario that was given within the game itself was actually that you had to track down a bandit or a group of bandits, another faction if you will, that was trying to hoard the city's water. If you kill that guy and you get access to the water again, then the city is happier, the morale goes up, but the people that you were working for are more harsh as far as policing the community goes, and so you're going to have the morale drop there or some people get killed from time to time. If you choose to actually side with the guy you're supposed to kill, then the other guys, you know, go away, but these guys are bad as well. So the choice you make really does depend on how the game evolves and the world changes and if that's not world building then I don't know what is. However that is just half of the game. The main bulk of what you would expect from Dying Light would actually come at night. Uh, there are the zombies that you would expect. There is that classic Dying Light feel and of course the gameplay that was shown off does feature some incredible parkour moves that do show off the engine that it's running on, that do show off the game uh, the way that you traverse the environment is still very very fluid, very impressive almost on a mirror's edge level it looks 
mind-blowing. I am so excited about Dying Light 2. Then we also had Gears of War 5, which I knew was going to be at the show, but I didn't know there were going to be additional announcements with it. So there's a small Funko Pop game coming out on Android and iOS, but essentially Funko Pops are just these little small figurines. I've got one right here. This is the Fallout uh, Vault Boy. Not Pip Boy, as I said in a video a couple of weeks back. Sorry about his hair. It doesn't look like that normally, but this is a Funko Pop figure, and it's going to be some kind of mobile game that features that stuff. Uh, on top of that, there's also a tactical-based game coming to the PC, but what is going on with Gears of War 5? The protagonist is Kate Diaz, who suffers a tragic loss in the reveal trailer, so she kicks off a journey of self-discovery, self-fulfillment, etc., etc. She has questions that need to be answered. What you need to know is that Marcus Phoenix was also in the trailer, probably playing a very minor role, but the gameplay looks fantastic. I'm excited for more Gears of War, and it's very interesting to see how the Coalition continues to kind of evolve the franchise going forward and make it so that it's not about those original games, but it more so is becoming its own thing. I'm a big fan of it, and I might even try that Pop Funko thing little mobile Android iOS game. Who knows? But again, 2019 for Gears of War 5. And finally, they ended off the show with Cyberpunk 2077 news. Of course, this is the game that is developed by CD Projekt Red, the creators of The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, a game that a couple of people might have heard of. It won multiple Game of the Year awards, but it has been about five years since we saw anything concrete about Cyberpunk 2077, and boy, did they make up for it. Whenever the Xbox show was actually wrapping up, the lights went a little bit haywire, and lo and behold, somebody was hacking into the show with the reveal of Cyberpunk 2077, or at least its teaser, uh, what I want to drive home here is that this world is so rich. It is so filled with personality. It has so much character. It's amazing to see the little intricacies of what is going on. Of course, tech is going haywire within the game. There's a lot of confusion, a lot of anger, a lot of excitement. There's not much revealed that is concrete within it, but I liked what I saw. It's very hard to explain. It's totally worth going back and watching three, four, five, six, about 9,000 more times. Unfortunately, there is no release date for this game at this point in time. I would love to see one soon. I feel like we're going to be needing one, but I would say that I maybe fall, winter 2019, 2020 at the earliest. It's going to be a while for this game, I would say. However, Keep your ear to the ground, I bet more news is going to be coming out over the course of the next couple of days, or at least some new gameplay. Show us something. CD Projekt Red, show us something. Come on, please. And on top of that, Sea of Thieves is getting two more expansions over the summer. You also have Game Pass really beefing up their library. Uh, right now, there's a deal where you can spend $1 and get three months of Games Pass, $1 get three months of Xbox Live, two bucks gets you a lot of enjoyment, but essentially Game Pass today adds The Division, Fallout 4, and Elder Scrolls Online, Tamriel Unlimited. Those games are more than enough justification for you to invest in this product. There are so many games being added. Halo Master Chief collection is coming later. I cannot talk up Game Pass enough. On top of that, you had a game called Tunic that was a really cool-looking little indie title, a brand new Ori game, Jump Force, which is like an anime fighting game. Weird stuff, a ton of interesting stuff. Crackdown 3 was there. This show was jam-packed. If you want to know all of the details, I would recommend heading over to the live blog at GameSpot. That's where I got all of my news whenever I was making this video. So many videos are going to be coming down the pipe from me and other people. I would definitely go ahead, Google a couple of things. You will be glad you did. This has been the top five big announcements and a couple of honorable mentions, but there is so much more information out there for you to take in. If you enjoyed this video, drop me a like down below. Share it with your friends so that they know the biggest news that came out of the Xbox show this year. Of course, later on tonight, I will be watching the Bethesda Press Conference live with you guys on Mixer.com slash Samuel Adams, and a similar kind of post show will be coming after that conference. But as for right now, I want to thank you 
for watching this breakdown of the Xbox conference. It was a fantastic one. I will talk to you soon. Peace. The podcast you just heard was recorded with Anchor. If you want to make your own, download the Android or iOS app completely free from anchor.fm slash podcast. That's anchor.fm slash podcast.